So I just echoed Momak's segment because it inspired me for my next question. We can still talk about the old question, but um, this is what I want to talk about next. Porn and porn education specifically. Because, you know, when I was growing up or when a lot of us were growing up, porn was like contraband. Like you couldn't easily get it. You'd have to like, it was like in physical copies, like magazines or videos or whatever. You had to like know somebody who had a parent who had it or whatever. You had to get access to Cinemax, which I didn't even have cables in my house, so that wasn't even a thing. Or later on, when like the internet came about, um, it, or it was became more popular, like people might email it around or pass it around on like on like uh, external drives or whatever. But it was not as easy to get to as it is now, of course. And the kids these days, like Momax said, you could just Google it and go on whatever your site of preference is and see all the things that are out there. So. But the question is, is that education, right? Because there's nothing wrong with porn. Porn is good and porn serves its purpose. But like if porn is all you know about sex before you have sex, just be warned. That's not usually how it goes down. Like porn actors are bona fide like athletes. They're doing things that um, typically do not happen in the bedroom or don't happen in that way at those angles, at least not if both parties are enjoying themselves. The other problem with porn is that it's filmed from a man's perspective in terms of like, it's usually produced by film crews that are all men and directed by men. And they're filmed for an audience that's assumed to be predominantly male. So the things that they're doing are not, uh, they're like meant to stimulate guys over girls. Not to say that girls don't like porn, we like it, but it could be so much better. Um, I actually did a whole video on this before. I actually went out to the streets and like interviewed women to see like what they really thought of porn and, and opinions were all over the place. And I also shared my own opinion, which is just like porn could, you know, porn needs to improve. It was like right now there's like the mainstream porn, which is like I said, for men, by men. And then there's the porn that's quote unquote made for women. And it's all this like you know, not stimulating, soft, boring stuff, which we don't want that. We just want good porn that shows like sex where both people are actually enjoying it and not at like weird angles that, you know, that don't really turn us on and only turn guys on. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's a no for porn education, but a totally cool for porn. So here's my question. What is a true thing you learn from porn and a false thing you learn from porn? Um, or what is something, uh, what is one way that porn enriched your life and a way that porn misled you? One of my big problems is when I'm scrolling through porn sites um, and looking for videos that I might like is the worst videos are the ones where the guys are super lazy. So usually those will be the guys that are like going in at a certain angle I think it's partially for the film because they want the camera to be able to show like the whole woman because like I said, like film, porn is basically filmed for men um, and you can't so like they, I don't know if they're trying to get out of the way or what, but it just seems like they don't have very much leverage and they're just sort of like lazily fucking the girl and it's not appealing at all. It looks like the guy's bored. It looks like he's not really doing much and she's like pretending to like it and she's having to do all the movement. It's the worst. And then those guys are usually the guys who then change positions and switch to something like leaning on their side because they can't be bothered with doing even more work than that. So it's just lazy all around. It's boring to watch and it's a waste of time and it's just terrible. So 
I'm hoping that people are not getting educated from videos like that because that shit sucks. Oh, and another type of porn that's terrible to watch is like when you can see two people fucking and like they actually seem to be getting a stride and just as like you could tell the girl's about to like feel really good or something, the guy like switches positions or he just stops. Like, oh god, it's the worst. If that ha- if that shit happened in real life, I'll be heated. Hey Lori, about the porn. <laughs> uh echoing from Attack. So like you remember when you had the VAs? Matter of fact, this is just not just for you, but to everybody out there. Remember when it was the VHS and you had to go and pop it inside the VCR and you had to remember exactly what stroke that person was on? <laughs> so, so that way you would mess up and then somebody find out you've been watching it on the low. Or you accidentally leave it in the VCR because you're trying not you to fall asleep on it by accident, and then you gotta hurry up and wind it back and put it back before somebody come get you. Yeah, I'm just I'm sorry. When if when she said that, that just kind of brought back memories. You wanna know something funny? Um, I was aware that like my friends were passing a porn around back in the day, but I actually didn't watch it because it was like too much work for me. Um, and in my house, I definitely know that if I got caught, it would have been like complete mayhem. So I didn't stop start watching porn until it was available, easily available on the internet and streaming and stuff. I even like used to have a problem with my ex-boyfriend watching it because, well, we had this issue where... Um, I wasn't getting it as much as I wanted, but he would still watch porn. So then I would basically like feel betrayed because I'd be like, wait, so you don't want real sex, but you want to watch porn? That's fucked up. Oh, the lessons from porn. Oh, the many lessons that porn teaches us. Now, this could be a long as fuck series of call-ins, but I'll limit it to only a few. Only a few. The good, the bad. Yeah, just the good and bad. No need for the ugly. Now let's go to the bad right up front. Well, along with you, Laurie, I was going to say that the bad, so much bad. But then I thought about it and I said, you know what? Just because I don't like no fucking gonzo, hardcore, uh, face ass smacking shit, somebody out there must. So I will say that the list of bad has gone down considerably. The only thing I will say though that I've learned as just crazy bad porn lessons is no foreplay. And fucking all these porns, you're just jumping right into the action. And let me tell you, there's a lot of preparation that goes into it. And it teaches kids bad habits. I'm glad to hear that people out there are not learning about the no foreplay thing from porn. That's true. Like, especially if you want to achieve the hard-earned female orgasm, the foreplay tends to need to be there it's not like we can never have quickies but you know it helps so yeah porn is bad about that although i will say i probably there's more guys going down on women in porn than in real life so maybe guys should pick up on that yo Lori, what's up i'm calling in on your segment side note you know anal sex hey i apologize you know the kid in me had to come out it's just it was just it's just a joke, man. That's all. So don't get don't don't get offended or anything, which I know you probably won't. Then again, you might. You might just say this, <laughs> but you know, I'm not. I'm not judging or, or or anything like that. It's just a joke. Just a joke, man. Peanut butter on the stick, man. I just. It, it <laughs> uh, 
back in the day when I was younger and used to watch porn, um, there was a uh, a porn star that I like, and she had anal sex, and yeah. And I guess she didn't, you know, take a laxative the day before or whatever. But yeah, peanut butter on the stick. Uh, yeah. You know, actually, after I saw that, that was like a major turnoff, man. Yeah, that the whole. Yeah, so that was like a major turnoff to me. So, and the funny thing is, I stopped watching her after that because <laughs> that's just, uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know you're saying you're 50 years old, man. Grow the heck up. I can't. That's how I stay young. By acting young. That was, you know? <laughs> but yeah, maybe maybe I'm just approved, man. Because I, I still feel like everybody's sex life ain't everybody's business. That's the one reason why I don't talk. You know, but it's your own private business. What's I mean, we have nothing left. Yeah, I don't think uh, it's immature to be, you know, turned off by that. People can people are entitled to be turned on by what they want to be turned on by. And we're definitely entitled to be turned off by what, we, what we're turned off by, too. You know what I'm saying? And you're probably with the majority that nobody uh, wants to see anal sex get messy. But who? What do I know? Right. Um like I mentioned in an earlier segment, it's not something I've tried. So as far as stuff being like, you know, sex being people's own business, I agree to the extent that I feel like, yeah, just because you're turned off by something doesn't mean that like somebody else being into it, uh, you know, has to be judged by you. Right. Like people can do whatever they want. But I mean, obviously, I have this station and we're talking about it and we're like opening up about our preferences and all this other stuff. So I think it's kind of good to talk about it. Um because I feel like a lot of people when they don't hear that there's like diverse opinions out there they might let's say they are into something that they think no one else is into they might feel really alone and really inhibited to try the thing that they like because they're worried about being judged but the more we talk about it openly the more I feel like people might be like oh well that's uh you know maybe that's okay and maybe I can just be me and it's not that bad of a thing what's going on Lori of insatiable Porn, the miseducation known across the globe. Now, porn, we have to understand, is an entertainment business. Entertainment business. So, the business is all the men paying for it, to which they have to entertain. So, there you go. That's what porn essentially is 90% and that's why it's a lucrative business that has in a lot of ways determined our ways of which how we watch movies all together at home you can thank porn for the home the home video VHS cassette but I will continue I gotta continue with this <laughs> I got to so basically porn makes a lot of money and unfortunately the money we put into porn is what is the voting dollar so that's why we have most of the men perspective men oriented fantasies and whatnot now the things that porn informed me on with sex and the things that it misinformed me on our sex hmm let's it informed me of the way in which the positions <laughs> 
get head first, missionary, doggy style, maybe she ride it, and you end it with doggy style. But sometimes you can mix it up because obviously you're not doing the porn thing. And also it gives you that swagger. It gives you that confidence and swagger. You go in there like Lexington Steel, you know what I mean? Knowing you about to bless her with that chocolate pipe. Oh, did I go a bit too far? Sorry, sorry, let's keep going. Next post. So lastly, porn can be educational, but it's not meant to be. Just like films, we have to, we have to realize it's based on true events. The reality is that there's a director, they yell cut, there's plenty of time in between scenes. It's not going all in one take as you may believe that it's depicted. And certainly, bang bus, uh, you can't just go out and get a girl off the street and fuck her in the car and throw some money at her while you came out, you came on her. That's not how it works in real life. But as a teenager, man, do we want to do that? I tried to have a little porn company. We had a girl who was down, but she bailed on us. And thankfully, that has never actually came into fruition. But the company was called Thunderpipes Inc. True story. True story. Thanks for the subject. Have a good day. Thank you for calling in. So a couple things. Um, one is that when we say education, I don't mean I don't think porn is meant to be education, but I think the 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 effective impact of porn is that it is becoming education because in a lot of places where they don't have mandated um, sex education that is um, comprehensive and not just abstinence only, the kids in those places basically are learning everything they know about sex from porn because they're not getting that information anywhere else. If they're lucky, maybe from their families, but you know, honestly, in those kinds of geographies, they're probably not getting much information from their families either. So in that way, porn has become like an educational resource. Not that I think it has a responsibility for that. I just think we need to offer other points of view so that people understand that porn is a very specific type of thing. And you know, there's more to sex than what you see in porn. As for the perspective that men are the buyers and that's why porn is geared towards them, I gotta disagree with you on that. First of all, it's not true that 90% of porn is watched by men. There's actually a, a much more, I have to look up the statistics, but um, there's much more women watching porn than people think there are. As for women paying for porn, that's less, but think about it this way. It's not, when you think about supply and demand, um, if you base the supply on what demand there is, you have to also think about where that demand came from. The demand from men comes because the porn has always been geared towards men. So would you be willing to pay for more and better porn if everything that you'd seen up to that point was something that was pleasing to you? Yes. But if you're a woman and you're watching porn, you're like, eh, I mean, most of this is garbage. I can get off on some of it. So it's passable and I'll watch it, but it's honestly not great. Are you going to then take out your hard earned dollars and give your credit card number to a porn company? No. I mean, that's just the facts of life. So, and, and, and many people believe that if more porn were filmed to women's liking, more women would watch it. And I would have to agree because I'm one of those women. As for the porn that is made for women, it tends to be, it, I mean, there is, there's some, um, some of them is made by women and for women and yeah, to each her own. But I feel like the movements of porn for women have tended to be like soft and romantic and couple based and stuff like that, thinking that that's what women want because women don't want what men want. But that's actually not true either. It's not that women don't like hardcore sex. Many women will attest to that. I'm sure, you know, women on Anchor can call in and, and attest to that as well. It's not that we don't want hardcore sex. It's that we don't want 
um, to watch sex where all the positions are designed for maximum viewing of like the woman's body parts and not the men and that the men can be ugly or not or whatever and that the things that the men do are not it's more from the male point of view if that makes sense so it's like we want it to be just as hardcore but like just something that's pleasing aesthetically to us and we're not going to get that until there are more women on these production crews and more women directing porn and more women like writing porn scripts and stuff like that. I'm going to give you guys a couple other examples of bad lessons that everyone learns from porn. One is the whole, this might not have originated from porn, but porn definitely perpetuates it. But one is the obsession that men have with size and thinking that like a huge dick is what you know, dominates in the bedroom or whatever. And that's what women want. And that's what sex is supposed to be. The bigger, the better that there are size queens. Yes, there are women who care a lot about size. But if you watch porn from a woman's perspective, porn where like the guys have exceptionally large dicks are not good because they can't do very much with them. First of all, they're always like half limp, if you notice. And secondly, when they're when they're having sex, they usually pair them up with like tiny women or something. And I don't know if that's supposed to like make the guy feel really good about himself. But it's not fun to have sex with a person who can't even fit their whole dick inside of you. I, I don't think that's enjoyable for the guy either. I don't know. I'm not a dude. But that is one thing that's kind of like, I mean, how do people not realize that women want to feel good, not just be impressed by somebody's size? You know what I'm saying? That's not to say that size does not matter at all, um, but size within an average range, like if you're like average, like average to above average or whatever, um, yes, like within that range, it is nicer to have somebody that fills you up depending on the woman, right? And also women are all different sizes as well and what they can accommodate differs. But when you get to like the too small range or the too big range, then like other accommodations needed need to be made. You can't just have sex the way you you know, with reckless abandon the way you might have with a person who matches you and fits in you. So women care about size, but not the way men think we do. It's not literally the bigger, the better. So if you have like a 12 inch dick, that's like the, the holy grail. No, it's definitely not that. So going along with that, the motion really matters, right? So there was this study um, that's done by this Canadian researcher who has been doing some really interesting work on female desire and basically what she found is that if you show visual stimulus to men and women men tend to be turned on by what they're actually turned on by in real life and in sex and women though they will consciously tell you like answer in a survey that they're only turned on by like heterosexual sex if they're heterosexual um and, and things like that they're actually their bodies respond to all kinds of sexual stimulus so basically any any image of sex that you show to to women her test subjects basically their bodies responded they had sexual arousal as a result of that so what that tells us is that the motion really matters what's happening really matters but if you're doing something artificial where it's just about like you know watching a woman from different angles that are pleasing to men i mean it's not like we can't get turned on by that but there's so many better ways to depict sex in a way that's pleasing to women Right. And a lot of that involves seeing both people in the whole frame, seeing the men and what they're doing in the motion and also seeing that both people that are in the film are actually enjoying themselves, which in a lot of porn is not the case. And a lot of porn, the women, it's very obvious that they're acting um, and 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 not, I don't mean just like the super fake porn scripts and stuff like that but i mean you can tell when a woman is really, really lost in the sex that's happening in porn and those 
personally to me tend to be the best porn i'm not gay but i love watching a woman in porn actually enjoying herself because to me that's like the most genuine sex that you can watch right and so uh, and i think a lot of porn just misses out on that sometimes you even see this porn where the girls are like screaming at the guy to do something like go faster or go harder and he's just not responding to her at all which is a complete turn off too because you're just like what is happening this is so artificial you know what i mean so I mean, there's that. And then the last, like, sort of the other bad lesson that I think um, hasn't been brought up yet is the whole porn, you know, sex ends when the male finishes, which I think is bullshit. That's that's something that porn also perpetuates. It's like, oh, it's all over. If she hasn't come by the time he has, then it's too bad for her. That sucks. I mean, you know, I got into this conversation with my cousin. She's gay, right? And we always known it you know and she's like oh i feel so free i was like you were free all the time because nobody really cared because what you do you're i don't care what you do in your bedroom or wherever i don't care that's your business and you know mine is mine and you're not gonna know mine you know i'm not running out telling you you know, I I, I I just don't. Anyway, that's a whole different subject. Anyway, <laughs> yo, thanks for bringing up these uh, subjects and stuff, man, because um, it's cool to kind of discuss them. And it's cool kind of not. It's just cool. Raj, that's interesting. I think it's I think it's cool of you as her family to be like you know, I don't care what you do. It's all good. And just like nobody should care what you do. But I also think it's easier to say that when you come from like a quote unquote majority standpoint, like the sex that you have is well accepted by society. So you never have to feel like, you know, judged for it if if it were to come out and you don't have to feel ashamed of the impulses that you feel. But um, when, when I feel like people in the LGBT community, like the issue with it's not about wanting to just be out there talking about sex all the time and what they're doing in their private, the privacy of their bedrooms with everybody. But it's about being made being growing up in a place where they're like made to feel ashamed of how they naturally feel. So in some ways, it, I, I can see what she means by like it being very liberating that oh, now people know. And it's like a weight off her shoulders because now it's like, it's sort of like it's in the open and she's still there and all the pressure that she felt and the social pressure, um, you know, she survived it. And that is a type of freedom. I I, kind of get what she's saying there. So, um, but I think it is cool that, you know, part of that freedom comes with having people like you in her life that accept her for who she is. Now, Lori, let's be honest. We're never going to get any real deep porn. I mean, deep as in make you think deep you could definitely get some deep porn but that's that's a whole nother show i think however i think there's a lot you know i'm kind of with you where you know i'm i'm, I'm into that romantic porn and uh, in fact throw me some lesbians because the more vaginas i see on screen rather than cocks the better that scores on it it's just going up let's just be real <laughs> from a guy's perspective this the porn score is only going up right but to bring it back um yeah i think you know i'm I'm with you on the romantic porn but i have to say that whatever you and your partner can enjoy together both get aroused and enjoy you know lead into more intimate and, and, and better connecting or better sex you know i don't judge i say it's all good yeah porn can be real deep
um nice play on words but actually to what you're saying about the more vaginas on screen the better um because that's what you like that's you know going back to what i was saying in the earlier um segment that i recorded you know women don't women are turned on not just by seeing what they're actually literally turned on by so it's not like oh i like men so therefore i want to see a hundred dicks on the screen and that makes that makes me feel real good um i think what what I was saying is that this research shows women are actually turned on by visual stimulus of sex of any kind. It could be like you may not be a lesbian, but if you're watching a lesbian sex scene, it'll turn you on, at least according to this woman's research. And, you know, it's totally I could totally see that. It's not I think men are visual in a different way than women are um, biologically. So and I don't know if actually that's the other thing about biology. Right. We never know if something is in our biology or if it's like what we're socialized to be. But uh, I think this is biological because what this researcher was showing is that men actually don't get like hard when they watch things that are not things that they're sexually turned on by. Whereas women might be socialized to say, oh, no, I'm not into this at all. I'm not into watching uh, women have sex with each other. I'm not into orgies and I'm not into this position or uh, even watching, you know, like National Geographic, like animal sex scene type of things. But somehow when those same women that say they're not into those things watch scenes like any type of sex scene whatsoever, they their body responds. So, um, I mean, if porn could take that into account, I think it could be much better for both genders.